I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Around. Yes, that's what we're going for this week. Around. I dig it. Okay. Around is fitting because today we're really focusing on the the transition part. Yes. Specifically, content warning, genitalia. Yeah, I guess it's people do the warning thing, huh? I guess. I don't Mm, know. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of content warnings. I think our our title is enough of a content warning. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But you know. If you've tuned into something called Transpantastic, you already asked for it. So let's talk about your dick. Yeah, that's right. So the other day, when we were getting ready to record our last episode, you were having difficulty with the sock you were using to pack. And I think less with the sock and more with the underpants that were holding it in place. I couldn't really determine which one was the problem. (laughs) It was a problem. Yes. And my solution would have been, stop dealing with it. Put something else on. But that was not your solution. Apparently not, because I didn't remember doing it until later. And in that moment, it seemed like you would rather have a wrongly placed sock than no sock at all. I think that's true. I think, you know, the sock has its purpose of shape. Yeah. And also, it's a good drip catcher for the homemade STP. Yes. Yes. And the shape is the thing that you really get caught up on. And you've expressed this to me more than a few times that you really want the right shape. You want to see the right shape when you look down at your shoes. You want to see the bulge in the middle. When you're walking through the house, you want to feel that bulge as you're moving. You want the shape. It's dysphoria. That is a thing. Yes, it is. I'm aware that if I don't have things looking the way they should, that I could look wrong. And then there's been like a long period of looking wrong before that. And so you're all it's done intensifying. looking wrong and you don't want to look wrong anymore. So yes, I'm all done with it. Quit looking wrong. Thank you. To that end, before you got sick last year, a year and a half ago. Yes. Before everything exploded, your health and our personal lives and my job, everything, you were starting to interact with a variety of STPs, starting to sort of make that your project to try some out and see what worked and see what prosthetics would work. And you even tried the one that you use prosthetic glue and that the, was a whole The unfortunate ordeal. event of prosthetic glue. Oh, um, <sighs> and I never got another sticky tab to put on that prosthetic to try it again. Because it, it just seems like a lot of work. It does. <laughs> and it's kind of a odd prosthetic. Yeah. So. Anyway. Anyhow. Yeah. I didn't get back to that because I got sick. My project got shelved. Yes. All the dicks are up on the shelf up there in the closet. <laughs> Quite literally, in a box up on the shelf. In the closet. Yes, in the closet. Your dicks are in the closet. Yes. So recently you decided to pick this back up, this project of trying STPs again. and Yes, because I have a box of them. <laughs> and, and our life There's... is no longer so crazy that you can't even think long enough to figure out what you're doing with them. So I have some different STPs. Not, not all of them are in the same box because they got laid here and there. So the STPs that I got, I got them, you know, on a clearance because that's how I do things. And I got one that's um, a little shorter in length that I figured would be easier to maneuver. But the other ones came like four of them and they were all the same, but they were like the same price as the one. So I just got them. That's great. Why would you get one if you could have four? I don't know. <laughs> 
I think that four were on the clearance and the ones one like that would have not been. Right. So I did that because with the experimenting of the STPs, trying to figure out like what's going to be easiest to maneuver. Okay. Because the homemade STP is okay. I do occasionally have a problem with it. And I have to say it's not bad because it's been over five years. And only when I was having issues with everything else this year, did I have so much stress that I couldn't operate the STP correctly. And that was more like stress of my body, not peeing the, all at once or just a lot of tension. I, it was just better if you sat down and made sure all of it got out. That's fair. Which, you don't want to pee on yourself. That is a very real risk. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Say all the guys who have ever tried the STPs, you don't want to pee on yourself. Okay. Yes. Um, and some guys have an easier time with the STPs than others. Right. Some of them have no luck. Some of them have lots of luck and so forth. So I have the some a couple other ones. I can't remember what that really short one is. Almost like a spoon shape, but it's flesh-colored rubbery stuff. I And don't then know. there's um, the... What was that one that came in the mail that I was waiting and waiting for when we were at the other house? Was that the peacock? Yes. I have a peacock. It's not the first one. It's like the second one or something like that. Okay. And that thing has gotten like squishier, floppier. Plus yes, a little it has. Pieces torn out of it because something with yoga. <laughs> I wore it to like yoga or something. Yes. Long time ago. You tore your dick doing yoga. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it was something to do with washing like fuzz off of it after having been at yoga. Ah. Uh. And I manhandled it. <laughs> so... You're not supposed to manhandle your dick. Well, never mind. Okay. So there's that. And that thing did not, it worked for me a couple times. And the, the other spoon type thing, uh-huh. it's larger than a spoon. When I say spoon, I should qualify that I mean ladle. Yeah, I guess um, there are STPs that people make out of medicine spoon. They're kind of like a little tube. Mm -hmm. They're called spoons. Mm -hmm. So it worked a little, but it didn't work every time. And if you're peeing on yourself, as we just discussed, that is no good. Correct. The peacock, the same. But the peacock was a really good packer for the gym. Right. And that was helpful. Mm -hmm. It's easy, lightweight. It squishes appropriately. Yes. So, um, but you... You do have to wear a harness with that because... Because it does not stay in the right place otherwise? No, it, it does not. Not I mean, there are some different types of underwear, which I have a pair that go with them, that you can wear that supposedly help. And I just am not sure if the idea of using the Packer is congruent with the reality of using the Packer STP. Okay. Um, and that's, of course, what the project was about, is see if I can make that work. Yes. And I think this is is something that a lot of guys have talked about on YouTube and on their blogs and so on. Not every shape and not every material will work for every body. Yes. And the way that they will function with your body will change as your body changes. And some of them in general are just easier to use than others. Like some of them everybody complains about and some of them the majority of people love. Yes. So I had a chance to do a couple things. I had a chance to sort of carve the sides of the Freetom 4-in-1 Pecker STP, mm-hmm. the larger one. 
that I have. It's it's like a slim or something, but it's longer than the other one. And and I looked at the Freetime website because they have, again, new ones. It's been a couple of years since I bought these. And uh, they have a different shape, mm-hmm. which is a sort of slimmer around the sides. It comes to you in, a, in the mold that they made it in. Like it comes to you in that shape and you can cut it on the sides mm-hmm. to what's going to be comfortable. So I managed to do that. And that one is really easy to pee with until you have jeans on or something. And It's easy with trousers or other lightweight fabric. Yes. Okay. It is. But then you still need some type of way to make sure it's going to stay put. Because if it, like as I said before, it turns cockeyed a little. Oh, gosh. The cup part that's supposed to be facing you so that you can utilize it easily uh, can get folded or go sideways. And, that's and then just, you have a fold of silicone where it doesn't belong. And, and, and yeah. No good. It's not good. That seems uncomfortable. Yeah. Or even if it's not like in put itself uncomfortably into your, you know, body, like because it's at the wrong angle. The idea that you know it's not facing the right way. Ideally, the thing should fit comfortably enough that you can forget that it's there. Yes. I don't seem to have that luxury. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And I think that the shorter one would work, but there's a problem with it, which I did try to email the free time people a few times. And it was around when I was sick and somebody emailed me back and then they didn't. And so, you know, that that wasn't helpful because I didn't solve the problem. The, the smaller one, the shorter guy just doesn't flow. There's something wrong. You you have to kind of pinch the end of it. So it's like that's the... It's like a camelback. It's like a... Where that, the, but the that's, slit goes sideways and if you pinch it, then it goes open, but... But it doesn't because the inside of that one is too thick. And so when you pinch it, you're pinching the other part closed as you're pinching the urethra part open. So I, I haven't carved that one to fit better because it doesn't flow. And why put it on if it's not going to work? Have you tried it just as a packer? Yes. And unless I can carve it so it fits better, that won't work either. Okay. Yeah. And by carve, like how? what, what do you do to carve? Well, you cut the sides of it. With scissors? With scissors so that it it is a better size for whatever fits you. Okay. Yeah. The newer ones are smaller on the sides, and I don't think you would need to do that. The newer ones of their product. Right. So here's the thing with that, which brings me back to the ideally and reality not being congruent, (laughs) because it as often happens with STPs. It's just not really comfortable to wear. And so I think about, I've heard a lot of guys talk about reasons they pack or don't pack. And some of those obvious reasons are, you know, they they feel dysphoria if they don't pack. And some of them feel more dysphoria if they do pack. And, And I feel sort of caught in the middle of that because just everyday life, you know, how I feel in the everyday world, what would be most comfortable for me would be to have this problem solved. But I'm bad at surgery. Yes, you are. And STPs are not comfortable. And the homemade STP works pretty darn good, but it does go in your pocket. And as I have found, you'd like it to stay in your pocket, okay? But? There's been a couple times where it didn't stay in my pocket. If I sit down somewhere, if I'm wearing trousers and I sit down, it comes out of my pocket. Nobody really knows what it is because it's just a piece of plastic, but it's not ideal for your STP to be sitting on a couch while you're at work. And we'll put a link in the show notes to the STP homemade device that he's talking about. It's uh, there's a video that shows how to make them. And oh, hopefully it's still there because that guy had been posting that long before I found it. So I think it's still there. I mean, unless he took it down, mm-hmm. YouTube doesn't go away. The internet is forever. 
Yeah, sometimes guys take things down if they're old. Fair enough. Yeah. But this one, I'm sure we can find something like it if that one's not available. Yeah, because yeah that's true. It's the corner of a milk jug. Yes, or juice or whatever. So the other part of that packing thing is, I thought, well, let me try to wear the peacock with the harness thing because I was home all day and I'll just try to wear it all day because often I've taken it off because it's not comfortable and would I get used to it? And then if I got used to that easier thing to wear, would I get used to a more utilitarian STP Right. actually did its job? (laughs) <laughs> rather than just, you know, turned into a packer. Right. Um, so I did wear that all day and it wasn't comfortable, but it wasn't completely uncomfortable. Like, never mind, I'm taking it off. Right. But it just wasn't great. And when it comes to the packing, even with the socks, sometimes that's an issue for me because of that it's so squishy. Mm-hmm. And because it does like, the you know, there's not an ideal, I don't seem to have an ideal size sock in my drawer for folding it correctly and getting it just so there's a period periodically a problem with one sock or another. Like the ones that will stay in place better and not get churned or misplaced the wrong way are smaller, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing about that is I feel that that affects also the dysphoria I have affects my relationship with number two child because I don't feel like I give him enough physical affection. Because we have affectionately termed him the dick patrol. Because he is very focused and has almost always been very focused on genitals. Yes. And so if he is around me, I unless I had a, uh, like the peacock or something like that on that is, you know, much more realistic. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like he'd notice and then we'd have a dick patrol problem. Like if he gave you a hug and happened to bump against the front of your hips? Yeah, if I was giving him a hug and he was leaning into me and, you know, I feel bad for him. You know, I feel bad that I don't give him enough physical affection because the time you would give your kid the most physical affection is when you're tucking them in at night. Right. And he's probably not going to want that for very much longer. He's 11. Right. But he still does want me to tuck him in and I'll give him hugs, but I'm sure that it's a lot of tension, Mm -hmm. you know, with my hugs. I'm thinking, caution. Danger, danger. (laughs) Yeah. Proximity of Dick Patrol. Right. There's that problem. And you said, well, what? so what if he figures that out, he can deal with it? And I was like, oh, no, no. The problem is I have to deal with it. Well, I, it wasn't so much a so what. It was, you know, let's let's follow this through and see, you know, because sometimes these concerns, you know, not this one in particular, but sometimes if you think through what the logical conclusions or what the potential outcomes would be, you know, you can think about ways to mitigate them. Mm-hmm. and then make it easier to deal with that problem instead of just avoiding it. Right. But in this case, what are the potential outcomes? Well, he'd be like, what's wrong with your dick or something? Where where did it go? <laughs> you know, like, that's wrong. And not liking that factor and not liking trying to process it, he's likely to tell everybody while he's processing it. He does that. He yeah. processes with everybody. He th- talks through things with everybody. He'll tell every person and see what their reaction are uh-huh. is to it, you know. And I don't like that idea. <laughs> I don't like no. it at all. Um, then, then there's also a chance that he's not going to notice, which had not occurred to me until I talked to you about it. Yeah. And that's what I was saying, because, you know, it seems to me that he wouldn't notice, like, unless he was very specifically going in to check something out. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that lately I've noticed since we've been talking about this again, I hope nobody notices me staring at their crotch. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I have been paying attention to men's packages, not out of any personal interest, but out of just sort of this size, shape, survey mindset. That's very funny. Isn't it? Yes. And like it on, I'd say a good three quarters of guys, you don't notice anything. Mm -hmm. And on that remaining one quarter, the majority of them, you only notice something when they sit down. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if he just goes in for a hug and there's nothing there, there's nothing for him to notice. And he's not the kid who's going to pick up on the absence of something. He would be more likely to pick up on you having a packer and then ask about the way that he bumped into that bulge. It's possible. I had not thought of it that way. And that so that's something to consider. It might make me less tense and, you know, better at giving physical affection. That's good. Yeah. Yay, I'm helping. <laughs> but even so you know it is still the other thing we talked about is if he does notice something if he does notice that a sock feels wrong or that you are wearing a packer and he bumps into it and he's like hey you have a penis yeah you have a wiener dad (laughs) yeah yeah and then he would process this with everybody and anybody and it went back to that idea of safety math Yes, because as you said, there's 99 point whatever percent you said Mm -hmm. that he's not going to notice. But as a trans person, it's only that little fraction of a percent that turns into a really big problem. And it seems incredibly disproportionate that it's like the Pareto principle on steroids where, you know, there's a tiny little probability, but... In the event of that probability, that event has an outsized impact. Yes, it does. So, And sometimes I've considered I could just have a a packer on until he went to bed. It's not very comfortable to put something on after, like, I finally get a shower and want to relax. That's not comfortable either. Right. None of it's comfortable. The, the No packer or the packer, it's just not comfortable. When, to, to clarify, when you get ready for bed, you put on boxers, and there's not really an easy way to put something on under boxers. You need something No, that's that's fairly. not it. I, I could put on some underwear and have a packer, um, you know, uh, underwear that would hold the packer in place. Uh, until he went to bed, mm-hmm. it's the that's not comfortable either. Right. And I that's also what I'm then saying. have a lot of awareness of now I have a pecker on. Right, and that's that's part of what I was saying was that when you want to get ready for bed, when you want to relax for the day, you don't want to put on a pair of briefs or a pair of form-fitting underpants. Mm-hmm. You want the boxers and the pajamas. Yes, and typically I do have two layers because of the dick patrol. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is a thing that we had to teach the boy when he was younger, because I occasionally wear boxers as pajamas, but I wear them with another layer underneath. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to wear boxers as pajamas, but his fly would flap open and he wasn't wearing anything underneath. And we had to discuss, you don't wear boxers on the outside unless you have something else on the inside. He can't wear anything by itself to bed anyway. He has to wear the pull-up. Well, that's true. So it doesn't matter. But he did have boxers for a little while when he got circumcised. Yes. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Very loose boxers. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. As is appropriate. Well, fair enough. Right. So all of this would be marginally better if you were able to get your nethers fixed. Correct. But on your current insurance, that's not an option. 
Nope. I think I could force the issue and make it an option. And I've been aware of that over the last couple of years, but there were other things and that was just not, you know, I figured it would come around. Yeah. It's currently an exclusion on both of the plans that you're considering. There was one of the plans, it's it's for insurance renewal time. Mm-hmm. And there was something where one of the plans was going to cover it. But it's not one of the ones that you emailed me and said that you were interested in checking into. Yeah, I did. I sent you the PPOs. You did. And both of them have GRS listed in their exclusions. Well, then I need to... That's why I had you read them. Uh-huh. Then they're lying when they say it's inclu- it's inclusive of the GRS now. Well, was that the same plan? Are there other options? There are other options, but it's supposedly... Because that was listed as a bullet point under one of the plans in the first email you sent me. I don't know. I have to go look at all of it again. The goddamn insurance. It looked like it was an option for one of the plans. Mm -hmm. It didn't look like it was an option for all of them. You sent me an email that said, what's new? For this plan, bullet, bullet, bullet. For these two plans, bullet, bullet, bullet. Yeah, I have to look at it again. So yeah, what would that process look like? I mean, you demonstrate that it's medically necessary. You take it to court. You... I I don't know. know. I have no idea. I had better hopes when we had a different president and some exclusions were not allowed. Yeah. So, don't know. Mm. So what would you consider if surgery was an option? If surgery was an option, I would pick the easiest thing possible. I would try to find the easiest thing possible to have my urethra pointed forward so I could stand and pee easily and no extra holes. There you go. That's about it. I mean, I'd be okay with that. All right. Some some form of that. Mm-hmm. I think I also worry about the aspects of having an extra hole that I don't want and how I know men are. Elaborate. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But- so basically, it, bring, it brings me back to what my cousin Vinny said once. The problem Vinny was having with guys when they were in a, a male-oriented profession. Mm-hmm. And the guys would get very difficult to work with and hostile. And Vinny's like, they don't know if they want to kill me or fuck me or both. Yeah. And that is an uncomfortable place that women in the world live in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of trans people live in. Mm-hmm. So that's bothersome to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about as I get old, what kind of care will I need? Of course, you're younger than me, so hopefully you can, you know, be the care thing option. I don't know. I'll, I'll be the one to push you out of a perfectly yes, good airplane thank when you. you're no longer able. <laughs> that's the thing I was looking for. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> This, this is our ongoing joke because neither of us wants to become a drain on the other one. And so we often half jokingly, maybe less than half jokingly, yes. discuss options to no longer be a burden for one another if the need arises. Right, right. I will take you skydiving. Don't worry. Yeah, or whatever it takes. So the good news is the more I've talked about it, the more comfortable I feel with just trying to figure out which things are going to help me deal. So that's that's a nice feeling. You can talk to your wife about things and it makes it better. Well, yeah, now that we have time to talk and stuff. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah, there was that. It was hard to talk when we weren't even in the same house 80% of the time. Yeah. We'll talk more about that situation yeah. in another And having brief. chances to decide what to do about the STPs. Yeah. You know, it is very tempting to looking at the new new ones on the website say, well, that would work because that's smaller and is the same shape as the big one. But it makes me frustrated that they never answered my questions. So, so if you let me know which ones you're looking at, I might be able to finagle you a discreet Christmas present. Okay. I won't have you open that one 
under the tree. <laughs> I I should also I I thought maybe a email to them saying questions and see if they answer it, and then when they do, send them the old email that had the first questions in it. There you go. Where we left off last time of solving the problem of the thing that doesn't work. That that could be an option. It would be nice if I could share some of my experiments of this is how this works, or this is the problem with this one. And you might come up with ideas of, well, what if you had these trousers or this underwear or something, but we're not usually home at the same time that there's not children here. Correct. That would find it a problem. Although... <laughs> it's sort of like the TV shows we, we won't watch when the children are home because that will be the exact moment when someone is either disrobing or pulling a gun. Would be and, the exact moment that our child who is excessively interested in nudity and violence would happen to walk into the room. Yeah. Or the other child who would probably be traumatized by it. No? I, no, don't think I, so? I don't think so. I don't think so. She's... Not as much like her brother? No. Nowhere near as much like her brother. Her brother hated to be in the room with other people who were changing. I think he got a little bit too much of his father's aversion to physicality. Mm -hmm. And she is no such. She, you know, I, she will knock on the door and if I'm changing or if I'm in the bathroom, I'll say, I'm in the bathroom, but you can come in if you want to. I'm changing, I, but you can come in if you want to. I'm getting ready for a shower, but you can come in if you want to. And she usually does. Mm -hmm. And she usually looks me in the face. She doesn't stare at the ground, but she also doesn't stare anywhere else. Mm -hmm. You know, she comes in, she asks her question, and she goes away. Right. Yeah, and I don't worry about it if I'm in our room and the door is not all the way closed, but it's at an angle that you can't see into the room. Right. And I'm changing or I'm in the bathroom because I know she's not intrusive. But if the boy is home, you will close the door and still go all the way around the wall to the closet and go into the closet. And close that door. Or close the bathroom door that is on the way to the closet or all three. <laughs> Well, I can lock the bathroom door now. Oh, that's right. Yes. And sometimes, poor you, I lock you out of the bathroom when I'm taking a shower. That is true. Because... And then I have to go and find a small screwdriver to pop the door open. <laughs> yes. Or you have to wait, so... I'm not good at waiting. I go find a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems to be the exact moment that you've decided you need to go in and out of the bathroom about 15 <laughs> times. Well, just the 10 minutes I'm in the shower. Oh, I'm sorry. You know? So... <laughs> yeah. It's that time of day when everybody... He's getting ready to settle down. It is. It is. So. Although lately I've tried to distract myself from that. I'll try and play a video game while you're in the shower so that I'm not in and out of your space. Yeah. It's mostly when you're in and out and the door's opening and then there's, you know, loose children. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like loose change jangling around your pockets. Loose children. Loose children. <laughs> if they're not attached to screens, they're on the loose. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Like they're loose from the zoo or something. Exactly. Okay, now yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. One of them seems very tightly wound, but... That's probably enough for today. Okay, that's it then. That's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. 
If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Is that close enough to me? Yeah. Okay. Are you comfortable? Eh. (laughs) (laughs) Is that closer to comfortable? Slightly, yeah. Slightly more. Oh, good. Okay. Did you need a beer? No. Okay. He has to think for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I have to think. It's all the way downstairs. No, never mind. I have my glass of Moscato over here. That's not it. All right. Yeah, I feel a little nasal congestion, so a beer's not what I need. I'm sorry. Is that clock too loud? You know? I can put it in the closet. That would probably be good. That's where you put things when they're... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I could put it in a drawer, but probably the closet would be better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Your dicks are in the closet. Yes, the clock is not on the shelf, but it's in the closet, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. So are in the same box because they got laid here and there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but you not... only have one or two that do that, don't you? Well those those ones in the box are free from Free Tom. Okay. And they are called four in one. Okay. I don't I don't know. You know, you can hear it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. okay. It's football season. There are we live near the, the high had. school. So it's a small town, everyone lives near the high school. Yes. Ha 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 ha!